Coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic, has grounded humankind. And what I mean by that is it has grounded the space programs of several countries. Now, probably the one that, that, that people will be really happy to know is going to go ahead at this stage is the Perseverance mission to Mars. That's good. Uh, yeah. That was the one that was previously delayed or something, wasn't it? No, Mars 2020 hasn't been delayed. It's been on track. It used to be called 2020, and they had a naming contest, and it was announced fairly recently that the winning name for the lander is Perseverance. Mm-hmm. It's a competition of school kids in America, and they decided on Perseverance, which given the corona situation is actually a pretty good thing. Perseverance is going ahead. There's a countdown ticker. You can go to uh, nasa.gov, and you'll find a countdown ticker. It's departing in three months, 12 days, eight hours, and at the moment, 56 minutes. Have they indicated that they would potentially, like there's a potential where they would shut down, um, you know, that operation during this time? Because it's still somewhat early days, even though the pandemic or the epidemic threat America is increasing and, and on the rise. Have they indicated anywhere that, you know, something may bring it to a halt or it's just full steam ahead, this is what we're going to do? No, I look, I think that this one, for whatever reason, I think it was sufficiently far advanced. Commitments have been made. Timelines have been set in place. There is a window which only occurs approximately every two years when you can launch to Mars. Otherwise, it just takes you too long to get there. The planets need to line up. So when you take off from Mars, six months later, your trajectory takes you past the orbit of Mars. So you leave Earth, six months later you're passing Mars. Now if you do it at any other time in the cycle that the planets are following around the sun, then you can't, you don't get there. So if they, if they delay this, then they are going to be delayed for another two years. And there are some missions which are, unfortunately are in that category. Curiosity, the Curiosity rover is still on Mars and it's still doing very good science. So they're supporting the missions that are on Mars at the moment. It's been there for 2,724 souls. So a, a, a long-lived mission back since there since uh, 2012 when it landed. And it's a very similar design, Perseverance, uh, same sort of chassis, same six-wheel design, same overall body size and shape, different instruments on board Perseverance, however. Another one that's still going is Insights, a fixed lander, attempting to drill down problems with the uh, the drill system that they've got on Insight, but they do have a seismometer that, are, that is uh, revealing a lot about Mars quakes and the interior of the planet, which is what Insight's really about, trying to understand. There are also three NASA orbiters at Mars, so there's lots of stuff still going on. Perseverance, I believe, is, is as it stands, is going ahead. And I think that they have had options to make changes to the schedule, but at this stage, they've chosen not to. And I guess some of those you know, facilities, they are, you know, they're, they're quite well maintained and cleaned. I mean, they're, they're quite strict in terms of, you know, how they, you know, how they, they build uh, certain structures. And it's generally a clean environment anyway. So I imagine that that sort of that normal process they go through every day of whether it be suiting up and, and, and being clean will certainly help to make sure that the overall project should remain on track without any, any complications. The Perseverance lander rover is actually about to be shipped to the Kennedy Space Center where it's going to be launched. So it's basically a completed spacecraft. It's also got that chopper, a technology demonstrator, that is going to to lower it down with, with no 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 it's going with the lander it's it's a it's a little drone basically that's going to take off from the lander 
and fly above, search out for targets for the for the rover to rove to, and demonstrate a key technology for the further exploration of of, um, of Mars and even other planets. There's there's even uh, talk of sending a drone quadcopters to other moons of different planets in the solar system. This technology, if it, if it succeeds on Mars, then it will be used elsewhere. But at the moment, it's, it's very much a technology demonstrator, so it's not really doing a lot of science. It's just demonstrating that it's possible to fly remotely on Mars and have a certain amount of inbuilt autonomy. So we're going to get some amazing views this this mission one i think one of the most exciting things that people are used to seeing through the internet and through the nasa websites uh, is photos you know that were taken very recently within the last 24 hours 36 hours from the surface of mars Uh, we already get that with curiosity we got that with the opportunity and uh, spirit rovers as well that were solar powered both now silent on mars the landing is going to be televised so we're going to see it from the sky crane part of the landing process there's cameras on board which will show the landing actually taking place we won't get the images in real time but we'll get them sent back to us once the land down safely and can beam back the data and the copter has also got a, a camera on it and this is going to allow us to see the rover on the surface from above so you know not going long long distances i think they're talking about two or three hundred meters uh, at the at the greatest it'll start with a short hop maybe you know 40 meters uh, not going super high but certainly allowing a uh, an aerial view and uh, demonstrating a key technology for future exploration of the red planet which is exciting now unfortunately other missions have been delayed so coronavirus has taken its toll on the artemis mission which is the nasa effort to get back to the moon put people back on the surface of the moon this was supposed to happen by about 2025 Uh, well it looks like that's going to be delayed and there were plenty of people who were cynical about the timeline anyway well before corona came along and disrupted things in the way that it has but uh, nasa has announced the agency will be shuttering its Michoud assembly facility in New Orleans and its Stennis Space Centre in Mississippi due to concerns over the spread of the novel coronavirus. So according to Jim Bridenstine, he's the boss of NASA, he says NASA will temporarily suspend production and testing of Space Launch System and Orion hardware. So they're both things that are required for that Artemis mission to go back to the moon. So that is one delay that is happening because of corona. It's sad, but that there have been some casualties because of, of corona. Another one is ExoMars, which is a joint European space agency and Roscosmos, the Russian space agency. They have postponed the launch of the second ExoMars mission to study the red planet to 2022. So as I mentioned before, there's that two-year gap between launch windows, launch opportunities. So unfortunately, the project team of... ExoMars have decided that with due consideration of the recommendations provided by European and Russian inspectors, general ExoMars experts have concluded that tests necessary to make all components of the spacecraft fit for the Mars adventure need more time to complete. So there's been disruption there, which has led to those delays. They go on to say this is in a statement on their website, on the ESA website, European Space Agency. INT. We have made a difficult but well-weighed decision to postpone the launch to 2022. It's driven primarily by the need to maximise the robustness of all XMR systems. What about uh, SpaceX? Are they sort of on track with um, any future emissions or have they been slowed down as well? Look, I think I think all of these facilities that they need, whether it's you know it's moving rockets between launch sites, 
whether it's the actual production facilities, SpaceX, you know, it recycles a lot of its rockets, but it still needs to refit the rockets and recondition them with the distancing that's required between employees that, you know, there's, there's going to be disruptions everywhere. I think that, I think that missions that are far enough advanced, you know, where they're literally about to head to the launch pad, the rockets are ready and waiting for them on site. Uh, you know, I think those missions can go ahead, but I think the sort of general, uh, you know, um, regular launches that we've seen from SpaceX in, in, uh, you know, the last five or so years won't be happening as, as scheduled. And, and this is going to be across the board. I think everything is, is, um, is being disrupted, unfortunately. There was a whole round of missions that were, have been given seed money in America recently. These included $3 billion to go and investigate a bunch of different places that you might want to go to in the whole solar system, including even right out to Neptune. They want to go back to Triton. There's all sorts of places in that solar system that the different missions in the past have discovered are interesting, and uh, they'd love to go back, but a little bit of money is being spent on developing theories or you know the, this general broad brush outline mission architecture but i think that there's going to be considerable delays in in actually getting the things off the ground you know th- these things they take there's a big lead time anyway between sort of inception so nasa is thankfully it's it's still providing seed capital to some of these really great ideas to get the concepts developed but you know we're talking small amounts of money at this stage Anything that's happening, really, anything that's been scheduled in the next six months or so, and unfortunately that lines up with with a lot of Mars planned missions, are going to be delayed. Yeah. Well, so, it's just you know for the safety and security of uh, you know people, you know it's pretty important that it's unfortunate, but it's just uh, you know to make sure that people can either remain well, or, you know, to get through this this terrible time. Look, agreed, absolutely. There's only so much that we can expect reasonably is, is going to happen in these circumstances, and. With the uh, notes that go with this podcast, I'll include an um, exhaustive list or as, as, as best as I can find to cover all the different missions that have been disrupted. There are others, including, as you mentioned, SpaceX, commercial launch companies like Blue Origin will be affected, uh, and also missions to put satellites into orbit or to put telescopes. I think the James Webb Space Telescope uh, may also find itself delayed even further. That's a, that's a, a real frustration for a lot of astronomers and interested space enthusiasts around the world because James Webb's going to be the successor to the Hubble Space Telescope, but that just keeps getting pushed back. It's, I mean, that's been sitting around and ready for some years now, mothballed, because of successive delays for different reasons. And I, and I think I've got a feeling that that's also going to be a victim of corona as well. So just a little bit more information about shutdowns that are happening at the moment. NASA has been forced to shut down production and testing of its future deep space rocket. The Michoud Assembly Facility in Louisiana and the Stennis Space Center in Mississippi are both moving to stage four within NASA's response framework for dealing with the pandemic, which is the strictest stage. That means telework is absolutely mandatory and all travel is suspended. Both of those centers have critical development roles for NASA's next big rocket, the Space Launch System. Elon Musk, even though he has downplayed the severity of the coronavirus epidemic, has announced that their um, production will be suspended at their Fremont factory. Uh, Bigelow Aerospace, uh, which has got a uh, flatable module installed on the International Space Station, is also saying that it's going to curtail its business activities. Uh, and there have been reports that some of the layoffs from the company could actually be permanent rather than temporary. Uh, so uh, not good news for Bigelow Aerospace at this stage. European Space Agency has actually said that 
two Mars orbiters, the Trace Gas Orbiter and Mars Express, are put into standby at Mars. Quoting ESA, they say these have stable orbits and long mission duration, so turning off their science instruments and placing them into a largely unattended safe configuration for a certain period will have a negligible impact on their overall mission performance. Rocket Lab, uh, which launches its Electron rocket from New Zealand, has postponed its launch schedule. This is in response to instructions from the New Zealand government for businesses to close and for people to stay at home. And there could be trouble for OneWeb, which has launched many, many satellites as part of its planned space internet mega constellation. There are reports in Bloomberg that they are considering bankruptcy owing to financial difficulties and they have laid off employees and will likely experience launch delays owing to coronavirus. And in the Chilean desert, the world's largest ground-based astronomical project, the Atacama Large Millimeter Submillimeter Array, or ALMA, as it's also known, has been shut down due to the outbreak of coronavirus. And it's unfortunate because there are uh, many observations which are timed to happen when um, certain astronomical events are taking place, and those will now be missed because of the shutdown. So not only orbiting spacecraft, not only interplanetary Mars missions or other missions around the solar system, but also Earth-based telescope observations are being affected by coronavirus. So keep an eye on the, on the show notes for a, a bigger list of missions that have been delayed because of the pandemic. But I just thought I'd mention those key ones. Artemis, the mission to put men on the moon uh, by 2025, delayed. ExoMars, the uh, joint Russian-European mission to Mars delayed until 2022. But the good news, the big news, is that the Perseverance lander is going to go ahead due to be launched in the middle of the year. So we'll, we'll all have fun watching that with live feeds from NASA, no doubt. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.